This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1035, with me, your host, Greg Audino. And I'm usually both your host and narrator, as we narrate from great relationship-oriented articles on the other days of the week, but on Saturdays, I use my background as an advice columnist and a certified life coach to answer some questions that the listeners have about their relationships. These questions are pulled from Optimal Living Advice, another show in the network that I host, and this can be a great way of seeing how we can put to practice some of the relationship tools and tactics we learn about in posts that we've been sharing here on ORD for several years now. Now, for today's question that we'll be looking at, it's all about long-distance relationships, how to plan for them, thrive in them, especially when we don't like the city that our partner lives in. So let's see what this asker has on their mind, try to help them out, and optimize your life. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost three years, and we have been doing the long-distance thing since day one. He bought a house a few months ago and wants me to move in with him. I don't want to. I haven't directly told him this yet, but I have made it clear how much I dislike it there. I tell him I can't identify with the area at all, and I've given it the old college try more than enough times. I'm really unsure on what to do next because I love him so much. At first, I toggled with the idea about moving, and I also told him many times I would consider it more if I felt more of a serious commitment, but now that it's been over three years, I've made the personal decision that I cannot give up my happiness. I'd be leaving some place I love for some place I really, really, really dislike. Three reallys. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do something about that. That's our question for today, folks. It's a good one, and I thank the woman who sent it in for sending it in. Now, long-distance relationships are complicated, aren't they? In a way, their complication can be a good thing because the extra stress, if you will, that's put on the relationship can sort of flush out problems faster and make couples confront things in a way that might be easier to patch up if they saw each other on a daily basis, and those problems were regularly blanketed with things like, I don't know, probably makeup. Anywho, uh, one of the questions that comes up a lot in long-distance relationships, certainly exists in short-distance relationships as well, is love versus needs. Love versus needs. What's stronger, your love for someone else or your individual needs? What's more admirable, changing yourself for your love or looking out for yourself? There's middle ground in the answers of both those questions. Ultimately, there's going to be some sacrifice necessary, not a full upheaval of who you are, but also not being unwilling to make any alterations. But we always have to serve ourselves first, so let's start there. Now, it seems you're pretty well in touch with your life and or relationship needs. That is wonderful. 
What I want you to do is go a step further, however, and divide your needs into negotiable and non-negotiable. Pro tip, the more non-negotiable needs you have, the harder it's going to be for you to compromise when necessary. Try to keep your non-negotiables around three and probably no more than five unless there are really extenuating circumstances. An example of an extenuating circumstance, by the way, might be domestic violence, uh, for example, something that is rare enough and serious enough that you might not initially consider it as a need as much as you would someone's religion or education or something along those lines. Your non-negotiables should theoretically be needs that are so crucial for your happiness as an individual that they outweigh the power of your partner. I know that doesn't sound romantic, but you all have to stick with me on this one. So right now, you need to decide if not living where your boyfriend lives is one of your non-negotiable needs in this relationship. Plain and simple, if it's a negotiable need and it's not as important as some other attributes, you might have to flex on it to make this work, especially if you living there is one of his non-negotiables. However, if you find this to be a non-negotiable need of yours, then the relationship is not going to work if you do end up moving in with him or if he's unwilling to compromise. It's not going to work. Either way, we both know that you need to directly tell him this, as you said that you've not done yet. Not only do you need to tell him what you've told me, but you need to tell him whether this need of yours is negotiable or non-negotiable. And you also need to talk to him about his needs. You need to ask him about his needs. Once both of your needs are laid out on the table and you've gotten over what are probably going to be a few surprises on both ends, That is when you can have a healthy, honest dialogue about where the relationship goes from there. And frankly, at three years in, a plan is going to be necessary. Long-distance relationships always operate best when there is some kind of plan for the future, no matter how or when that plan might come to fruition. Uh, When we're unable to see our partners for extended periods of time, the feelings of uncertainty and the feelings of a lack of progress will escalate much faster, leaving both parties in their heads and distracted from one another's company. For obvious reasons, it's easier to get away with this in the beginning, but after three years, we all start to wonder what's going to come of this. I don't know what plan is best for you and your boyfriend, but I highly, highly advise that you try coming to one together. That being said, there is one more thing I want to address, and I apologize. I apologize if I'm reaching here. But toward the end of your question, You mentioned considering this move more if there was a serious commitment in place, and since you feel that isn't there, you've put emphasis on looking out for your own happiness. Again, I don't want to reach, but I can't help but to feel there's some frustration laced in that and perhaps a tension that's pulling you away from this relationship naturally. If so, it sounds like something that would be addressed in the process of making a plan for the future like I just talked about, so that's good. But if there's an underlying issue here in that you feel your boyfriend isn't committed to you, which is getting you into the rhythm of making decisions more for yourself and your own happiness, I recommend you reflect on that as it could be, it could be what's really prompting you to ask this question and be hesitant to move in with him more so than the location of the house he just bought. All right, that's a wrap, everyone. It was a fun question to answer. Also a really important one right now given how much opportunity uh, long-distance relationships were given during the last year or so when meeting people nearby and in person was less of an option. So I hope this was helpful not only to the woman who sent it in, but also to anyone who's maybe feeling a little uncertain in their relationships. 
As always, we encourage you to send your own questions into us by emailing them to advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. You'll definitely hear from us, and we will do our best to give a good answer and some good support here on the show. But aside from that, thanks for coming in for this one, and I hope to see you tomorrow for the Sunday show. That's where your optimal life awaits.